0: Super Talk Mississippi media production.
1: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT.
1: Mississippi, Welcome to the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert along with Perez again today. You know how when I'm on for Paul, you, you always interrupt me and say, wait, 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 you're not Paul? You're, you're not Rhino. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> but but uh, I'm here. Yes, you are. And we're grateful for that, as is the great state of Mississippi. I think it's you, me, Dave. Maybe uh, another super top uh, employee. Maybe Andy's here doing yeah. the news. I think. Yeah. And uh, our guard out front. Is that Mister Willie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no guard in the shack. The if you notice the gates are closed. I didn't even well. Are they? Yeah. They well they they of course are. Early in the morning, when you typically I, I know they were closed this
2: morning because I had to get out of the car. Yeah, because well, the windows won't.
1: Yeah, I get it. Uh, there, so you had to open your door to. I had to scan. open the door,
2: get out, beep, get back in the car.
1: Well, you know there are worse things. No, I totally agree, and uh, I shared uh, my sagas with a couple of people. Uh, this morning, including the management. By the way, I forgot to ask management: Are we getting hazard pay? Oh man, you' funny. But here is here is
2: a hint. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to laugh. Uh, and and we were talking about our <laughs> our uh, our episodes of tr- attempting to eat. <laughs> And so, food has food, never been so important. I totally agree. Uh, we realize just how blessed we are with the bounty of food and not having to worry about that. So we left here yesterday. I uh, I visited the Denny's, the only place I suspect within miles that might be open. Very grateful for that. Had to walk, and it was blustery as we said yesterday. The wind was blowing, yes sir, very hard and there was precipitation of various sorts flying about. (laughs) I walked into the Denny's, was able to get seated, and I'll just be honest, it was terribly slow, but God bless them, they were doing their best. They were obviously short staffed. They were serving food. They were accommodating. And I will tell you, I I noticed the other folks uh, also seated were very patient and I, I was, uh, I guess, heartened. By the way, they were they were treating the, the staff who were absolutely doing their best. And finally, got something to eat and drink, and was grateful for that. It it took a little while to pay, but I'll just go ahead and tell you, I gave them a forty percent tip. Wow. And not that it's very expensive to eat at Denny's to start with. It's like a lot of volume for a little money, which is why it's a good place to eat. <laughs> and I'm not trying to do an ad ever at Denny's, but I just have to share that. That this is sort of the human side of things. That normally, if you got service like that, you probably wouldn't maybe be inclined to not leave a tip at all. But under the circumstances, they're there working and braving the elements to do so. Uh, to me, that that earned an outsized tip, and and maybe that wasn't even enough, but I, I felt like that was just the right thing to do. I just wanted to share that because I was grateful. Now, uh, seeing that there wasn't anything else to eat in the area, having been hunkered down in the hotel a couple of blocks from here, I returned to the Denny's about 7.30, about four hours later, four or five hours later, for dinner. Only to find that they out of food. I believe you experienced. I experienced those. that
2: because w- when when Dave and I walked over, we um we saw you. Yeah. And we thought, well, that's that's kind of nice. He's, but it didn't look like you were about to get served at any point. Nope. So we uh they just told us we're out of food, and we just left
1: <laughs> well, okay, so he advises me the only person in there, probably same gentleman that you encountered, sure, he advised me that but we'll be back open at seven in a m the next morning. great, so I showed up this morning, once again, walked. And uh, enjoyed that. It's sort of weird when you can just walk straight in the middle of what is typically a very busy traveled <laughs> we, traffic. We stack walked road. in the middle of County Line Road <laughs> yesterday. Okay, <laughs> weird. It's weird. It's very weird. But uh, I walked in seven thirty, and it couldn't help but notice that the fire alarm <laughs> was. Absolutely busting eardrums. And the same guy that was there last night is attending to folks. And it took him a little while. He's also cooking and serving, just so you'll know. He is the only guy there. I mean, I felt really felt bad. And so he comes out, and he says, I can't do any takeout, but if you want to eat. This is over the fire alarm, but if you want to eat in, I can handle you. I said, great. Can you seat me a little further away <laughs> from the alarm? And he didn't want to spread people out, because he's the only one there. And I, I got that. So I said, okay, what the heck, I'll rough it. What would you like uh, to start with? I said, I'd love to have some coffee. Nope, no coffee. Ah, how come? No water. Okay, I get it. That's why the fire alarm's going off. Water pressure has declined to the point where the fire alarm is going off. What? It's just crazy. Uh, and I, I noticed down on County Line Road as I exited at that point, numerous uh, police vehicles with their lights flashing, and I saw a couple of public works from the city of Ridgeland headed that way. So hopefully they'll get the water restored down there. But what are you going to do? The, because all the other dining establishments are closed. They're not open. Uh, uh, the Across the street, the Wendy's. The Whataburger, etc., the restaurant in the hotels, the convenience stores, there's three on the corner there. They're all closed. We just shut down in this part of the country, snowmageddon, as they say. We
2: we don't get this. This is not a regular occurrence, okay?
1: (laughs) Thankfully, it is. Thankfully, it's not. But we think we got problems out in Texas. Yeah. Serious problems out there. Yeah, and the, I think they got a little worse case of the storm to start with, but they also got uh, they have power outages like crazy, which are causing problems. And of course, that's developed into a huge controversy because it's it's now been revealed that some twenty five, thirty percent of their power is provided by wind, which I thought was unusual. Of course, it does blow a lot out in West Texas. Spent some time traveling that way when my son was playing baseball, and there's just these giant wind farms. And at night, you go through there, and of course, there are no trees, and it's flat, and you can see for miles. And those turbines, those windmills, are huge. They're big, and they're they're lit up. And so when you look at them, it's like Christmas lights, you know, for miles kind' of. <laughs> and they're and they're the they're the, uh, the the lights, the beacons on the top of the turbines for air they're so hot for air travel and of course there's helicopters and so forth but anyhow that they've got problems out there and the Wall Street Journal editorial board had an interesting take on it had an article uh, that they published yesterday entitled A Deep Green Freeze. And so I think what a lot of folks may not realize, you always hear about people complaining about we got too many tax loopholes and and, uh, and stuff like that and cronyed up tax code. Agree. And one of those areas where you will find uh, sort of socially engineered tax provisions is in, is with respect to uh, climate investments and energy investments that are, are deemed to be worthy of of tax concessions. And investing in wind power and solar power provides significant tax breaks for those companies that do. It's like if you were to buy an electric vehicle. That, that is eligible for, if you can afford one, that's eligible for certain individual tax breaks. Um. And, and it's kind of a perfect storm of government policy and timing and the weather all at one. And, and it's got the place shut down. Got a friend out there that said they were about 50 degrees in their house. It's cold. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got Kelly Richardson, meteorologist and public information officer for the Mississippi Emergency Management Association. Stay with us on the JT Show.
3: I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we
4: buy.
5: There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific.
6: Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully.
8: Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place
9: Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Gallo here back tomorrow morning 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. <laughs>
1: complete
0: transcript of today's show. Write down everything you hear. The J.T. Show. Super Talk Mississippi.
7: Anyway you want it. the way you need it. Any way you want it. She loves to laugh. She loves to sing.
10: She does everything.
1: The great Steve Perry and Journey bumping us into this segment. Thanks for that, Perez.
2: I'm here. You're here. Might as well have the time. <laughs>
1: That's right. Absolutely. Oh, you got Kelly to smile. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Welcome back, everyone, the JT Show. Gerard Perez in the studio. Joining us now, Kelly Richardson, meteorologist and public information officer for Amima Morning, Kelly. How are things today? Good
11: morning. How are y'all doing? Staying warm?
1: Absolutely. It's nice and toasty in here in the studio. It's not bad at all. But outside, well, I'm in the hall, Jack, yeah, my it's just cold as all. Yeah, we're good here. But but Perez is right. Right out here in the hall that connects us here to the front. Whoa, it's cold. I'm not sure what's going on, oh, but but we're good here in the studio. So. It's been obviously an eventful couple of days. Uh, is this unprecedented in the state of Mississippi from a winter storm perspective? Uh, I mean short it's
11: definitely of- historic.
1: Historic, okay. Yes, certainly I will tell from a- you
11: that much. And the temperatures. Yeah. Um, last night, we saw them fall into the single digits, negative wind chills for a lot of people across the state. And temperatures haven't dropped that low overnight um, probably since the late 1980s. So it, it's been a minute since we've seen this cold of an air mass settle in. And then you have the ice and the wintry precipitation that fell yesterday on top of that extreme cold.
1: Yeah, incredible, and of course, uh, staying uh, locally as as we are, uh, so we can be here at the studio and not risk having to drive. Uh, a few floors up in the hotel, looking out, it's just uh, an absolute sheet of white snow, ice, etc. Everywhere you look, and I suspect that the, a good part of the state is is uh, looks like that as well.
11: Absolutely. And because these temperatures, even this afternoon, even though we will see a few peaks of sunshine here and there, I mean, we're going to stay in the 20s for our highs. So no melting really is going to occur. And then I don't know if you've seen, but there's talks of another round of some wintry weather headed um, our way as we head into tomorrow and Thursday, unfortunately.
1: Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. And unfortunately, I have seen that forecast. We can't seem to get a break, though I, lo- I noticed looking out into next week the possibility of temperatures in the 60s, which is uh, about as stark a contrast as we had last week in advance of this weather that moved through when we touched up to 60 or so. What about uh, just the conditions with respect to roads and and uh, any other sort of emergency events and situations that have occurred that your uh, agency has had to respond to.
11: You know, we have just really been monitoring the situation. MDOT is doing an excellent job getting out there on the roadways. We are just helping to spread their message to really urge everyone to stay home unless you have absolutely essential reason to get out on the roads, stay home, and just leave the roads clear to all first responders and MDOT to get everything cleared up. Um, Really, our job as the um, Mississippi Emergency Management Agency is to help our counties on a local lever, level and we're really just in contact with them they're telling us what they need and we are here to assist all counties with whatever needs they may see
1: yeah and are you guys coordinating with the Mississippi Highway Patrol uh, kelly how does that
12: work
11: Constantly, really from a messaging standpoint, just trying to spread their message and um, doing the same with other state agencies like the Department of Health with the closures of their vaccination sites. So really just helping to spread the word and assist in any way we can.
1: Yeah, and, and I've uh, been advised by some of my physician friends, I think some of them are actually bunking in the hospitals, you know, where they've got critical mm-hmm. sort of care they've got to deliver and and just uh, to ensure their patients are attended to where, where things can't wait. And so
11: exactly.
1: uh, lots of sacrifice and lots of uh, improvisation, shall we say, to just to deal with this. It's just a situation we're not accustomed to. Now, Kelly, have you, have you guys been in touch with the states, in particular to our west? Do you coordinate or, or discuss, exchange information with them as well, uh, just for the benefit of your respective states?
11: Yeah, absolutely. We are in constant contact, Um, and of course, if there are any resources that neighboring states need, they haven't requested anything at this time, but if there's anything they need, same as how we do it in a hurricane or other severe weather, that we are able and ready to assist however they may need it.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, just amazing how it's kind of all hands on deck right now, I assume, is it not, with the agency?
11: Oh, absolutely. We have had one thing after another, I feel like, and we really have had to shift our focus to this winter weather event. But as always, everyone at MEMA, we are always ready to go, and everyone, hands on deck, but we are all ready to help the state in any way that people may need it.
1: Yeah, and for that, uh, we are very grateful. Just looking at the map, we haven't been, uh, I guess, doing too terribly poorly with respect to power outages, but it appears most of them are concentrated kind of in the southwestern part of the state and then a little north and east of that, Covington County, Jefferson Davis County, uh, just looking at the map here. So it, it didn't turn out to be, if we can find a silver lining, as they say, it didn't turn out to be as bad a power situation as I think originally thought, is that kind of your assessment as well or the agency's assessment?
11: Yes, I would definitely say that, and we were worried that, so the stretch of area that saw the highest outages was because of that high ice accumulation, that little stretch from Pike and Walthall County yeah. all the way up into Neshoba and Scott County, they saw the highest ice accumulations up to a half an inch, and that is really, really causes problems power outage-wise. Um, as for the metro, because that more substantial ice accumulation was just off to our south and east, we didn't see Quite as many outages across the metro, which was a great thing. But of course, there still are people across the state. I think this morning I checked about thirty-five thousand still without power.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at the map. It's, it's interesting how it's a, it's kind of a, a line, a diagonal line from northeast to southwest to the east of the central Mississippi area, uh, kind of in the southern corner, as you said, Pike, Walthall, and then in the north Kemper, and then points in between Newton County is reporting latest information, this is from the DOT website, 5,400 outages. That's 43% of total accounts. That, so Newton County really got hit hard with this thing. Is there Was there something with respect to the weather? as it just plowed through and got further east that just was more conducive for ice formation and thus power outages?
11: Yep, it it really all has to do with the temperatures. And with winter weather, it's so difficult to forecast because a matter of 10 to 20 miles um, can really impact who sees the sleet, the snow, and then the freezing rain just based on the temperatures at the surface and a little higher in the atmosphere as well. So very tricky forecast, but overall, National Weather Service really did nail this one.
1: Yeah, it is amazing that the tools and the technology they have – how much? How much? Uh, how accurate they are, and I, a lot of people I know complain about that. But honestly, I, I think if you look back in, in the last few years with the improvements of technology, they're pretty dang accurate. If you think about the hurricanes we've had come through, they were spot on. It seems like the, the floods, yeah. etc. So, and this was no exception. You know, if you looked at the forecast maps, it played out exactly as they had forecast. Maybe it it got a little worse to the east with respect to the ice accumulation, but that's where it gets difficult to kind of track those fronts as they go through in advance. But as the closer it got to us, the more accurate those models became that they presented to us. So certainly grateful for that. Um, how do you guys get involved with power outages? Are you coordinating with the, the uh, energy companies as well in that respect, Kelly? Are, are you um, uh, integrated with them?
11: Really, in regards to power outages, we just spread the word, and um, it, nothing really too hands-on with Entergy and the other co-op, power co-ops, but um, we're really just trying to help however we can messaging-wise. That's really the key thing with power outages in our role.
1: And where would you uh, recommend that folks go for information to, to keep up with information that's being dispensed by your agency?
11: Um, our website msema.org we have also additionally I forgot to mention a list of um, warming shelters that are open across the state and you can find all that information just directly on our home page um, we have sliders on the home page that will direct you to the pages with more info on this winter weather event
1: I got you well Kelly we appreciate uh, all that you do and your agency does MEMA and it's um, certainly critical to our state's functioning at periods like this that's when we we recognize you guys the most and we're grateful for it stay safe hope all our listeners and our audience stay safe god bless kelly thanks for joining us thank you we'll be back on the jt show after these messages
14: The, the time, time is now. Is the savings the are huge. The place is Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. It's the best time to save like never before on your next new vehicle during the Overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're receiving truckloads of new Mitsubishi's and we need to move our current inventory. This means big savings to you right now. Pay just one eighty nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi G fours. That's one eighty nine per month, and pay only two ninety nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Bad credit? No credit? No problem. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Come save like never before during our overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saved. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1709, outlander stock number 1712, 1999 down 2.9% for 84 months. A for the for program.
16: Get ready for Trustmark Park College Baseball, featuring the only college baseball game of the season to be played at Trustmark Park. Mississippi State plays University of Southern Mississippi Tuesday, March 2nd at Trustmark Park. The game starts at 6 p.m. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus University of Southern Mississippi. A Spectrum Event Production.
17: This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com.
15: Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com.
10: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The NAACP and Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson have filed suit against former President Trump. Reports state the suit filed in federal court alleges Trump incited the Capitol riot on January 6th in violation of a Reconstruction-era law referred to as the Ku Klux Klan Act. The suit also names former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani and the groups The Proud Boys and The Oath Keepers. And the winter weather isn't through with us yet. According to the National Weather Service, we'll see more precipitation tomorrow.
12: If we can get above freezing, then it's probably going to be rain. And we may still have some issues with rain falling onto uh, unthawed un- un- sleet or what have you. But if we do stay below freezing, I think some of our friends in the uh, northwest part of the state, unfortunately, uh, are going to see that almost for sure. And uh, really, still a big question mark for the metro area.
10: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
1: Back with you on the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to open green. Gerard and Perez Perez in the studio. The Prez, of course, in the studio today. Yeah. Uh, by the grace of God, as they say. And uh, some careful, navigable Asian. <laughs> <laughs> you made that wide turn this morning, exactly. didn't you? <laughs> exactly uh the parking lot not full of vehicles this morning really <laughs> yeah it's amazing how that works out but we are here we are safe we are warm thank god for that that's uh but in Texas as we were talking about so this is interesting and i don't mean to laugh it's just it's just a situation where i i think government in its attempt to sort of engineer and interfere with the market runs amok. But the organization which oversees the power grid in Texas, okay, it is named, ironically, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. It ain't so reliable today, however, and Texas is the center of the oil and gas fossil fuels universe. But yet they can't seem to keep the lights on over there right now, which is a problem. And But what's more instructive about this is if this is, in fact, what Joe Biden and the Democrats want to impose across the entire nation, I think we need a better plan than that at this point. I I get it. We're going to transition more and more to renewable energy, and I think there's a place for that. But it's got to have a little bit better plan than just making these abrupt switches that result in uh, rolling blackouts brown whatever they call them the, the power goes off that's a problem rolling blackouts is okay. what they're calling okay i guess a brownouts when it just goes down right so but california experienced that last year with heat and they're in a similar situation they're uh, trying to in- incorporate more renewable energy into their grid which doesn't surprise but it's a it's a problem. And it just needs a little bit more common sense to figure it out before you just pull a plug, no pun intended. (laughs) You're not going to get through this without making some yucks, (laughs) sorry. Exactly. Uh, Now, here's an interesting bit of news related to this, related to all of this, that broke last night. This was on Forbes. Jaguar, Jaguar, isn't that the way they say it? Jaguar. Okay. They are transitioning to all electric vehicles by 2025. That's right down the road, man. No pun intended. Uh, Yes, pun was intended. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, the CEO announced last night, uh, it's of course it's Jaguar and Land Rover. The same company produces those vehicles. They're fine vehicles. Remember the old twelve-cylinder, the one that had the like the front, the uh, the hood. Yeah, you know from the from the windshield. To the bumper in the front was like. Or engine. Like, the engine, right, the engine area. Like 40 feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. That's One all. big,
2: big engine.
1: And two seater.
2: And t- In right? two seats. And in the back was um, a little bitty tiny area <laughs> that you could put a suitcase.
1: <laughs> like a motor with a saddle on it, is kind of <laughs> what it was. But uh, anyhow, this company says. By 2025, the first all-electric Land Rover was forecast to be produced in 2024, but they pushed it out. But now they've said total conversion to electric vehicles, EVs, by 2025. And as you said, that's right down the road. I mean, that is coming. So, shifting gears a little bit, this is also kind of a, I think of.
2: <laughs> Are we going to pun this to death? Is that where we're going with this?
1: We might as well. We're kind of delusional anyhow, dealing with all this. So, Bitcoin, you know about that, cryptocurrency. Nice. Bitcoin being one of those cryptocurrencies. It eclipsed the $50,000 per Bitcoin mark record today, this morning. But late last week, the city of Miami, you know where that is down there in Florida, the southern I bet it's I bet they're not dealing with snow. I haven't checked the forecast, but we in trouble if they are <laughs> <laughs> they're not dealing with the stuff we are. Anyhow, they are considering using Bitcoin to pay their employees and as a form of payment when doing business with the city of Miami paying your power bills etc utility bills so they have they've also <laughs> looking they're looking at investing city funds assets from the treasury into bitcoin the mayor announced this Last week. And so, what they've done is they've, as you always do in government, we've got to appoint a committee to go study it, uh, the exploratory committee. And the commissioners voted four to one to do so. So, as far as I know, this may be the first public sector entity to begin cutting its payroll to its employees. In Bitcoin. Now, well, what I if
2: you don't want to get paid in Bitcoin?
1: And and I, I look for that because that's a reasonable, obvious question and I couldn't find any any answers to that. I think that's what the exploratory <laughs> committee would have to work out. Uh, but uh, just a sign of the times, I that's think.
2: Fine. Could you just give me the check?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and Mastercard, by the way couple of days ago, a few days ago, they have announced that their customers in the near future will be able to pay with Bitcoin using their MasterCard. Now, here's how it works. You present your MasterCard to the merchant, to the seller, and you would indicate, I want to use my Bitcoin. Your MasterCard is tied to your Bitcoin account. There would be a provision to do so as a MasterCard holder. And when you present your MasterCard and you indicate that's how you want to pay, MasterCard handles the transaction and it's it's completely transparent. And they would actually remove the converted amount there from your Bitcoin account. So now, of course, Visa's jumped on. So, that you know, that's how that stuff works. It just starts rolling. Everybody's got a. Got to be uh, on board when one of their competitors starts a trend, just like Elon Musk said last week. He's going to start accepting Bitcoin as as payment for uh, Tesla vehicles. But I think all of this activity and interest is obviously why the why it's rising the the um, the value of Bitcoin. But just interesting developments, I think, that are worth keeping an eye on. By the way, our friend Lightwell and Supply Company says his family just found out. Evidently, babies don't check the weather forecast. They just uh, welcomed a brand-new seven-pound baby girl into the world. So congratulations. That is awesome.
2: And there's the reason you should stay off the highway. You're dang
1: right. Because
2: Junior was not going to sit around and wait until the roads get clear. That's exactly
1: right. <laughs> and you worry about that. I mean, what happens when you have those situations? Do you, are the ambulances equipped, I guess? To, but that would seem to overwhelm ambulances. I mean, medical situations like this don't stop, obviously, because of the weather. Nope. And you're you're so right, though. This is why we need to be... I guess sensitive to that, make sure the roads are somewhat available. Wow. Wow. And, and CJ from Madison just sent an interesting video, and I'm not sure if you saw that, from the Jackson area, and it includes a vehicle that is flipped. Mm,
2: like a little turtle.
1: Yeah, on the roof. It's just laying on the road there. Not a good situation. More reasons stay off the roads. We'll take a break. Come back. Stay with us on the JT Show.
9: It's time for the annual RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat Drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir.
19: Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi.
9: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
10: These days, it's okay to do some things halfway, like wearing your pajama bottoms on a work call. But managing your prescriptions shouldn't be one of them. That's why CVS has a proprietary search tool to find ways that may help lower your prescription costs and will deliver them for free. No wonder CVS customers are better than most at staying on prescriptions, which tends to make you healthier. Come in or call today and get a free prescription savings review at CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients eligible for savings. Delivery restrictions apply. Visit cbs.com for details.
20: This is the opening agro market report. At the opening of the Yard Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 107 to 89.73. July cotton was up 109 to 90.50. At the opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 5.5 to 13.77 and a half per bushel. May soybeans were up 7 cents to 13.78 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was up five and a quarter to five forty four per bushel. May corn was up five and a half to five forty two per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was up forty seven to one twenty five seventy. June live cattle was up forty five to one twenty one seventy five. March feeders down fifty seven to one forty twenty seven. April feeders down thirty five to one forty four thirty five. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 125.31,583. I'm Dixon Williams, and this. this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
4: This season and every season, protect your rice fields with a full suite of herbicides from Valent USA. With Bolero 8 EC, League, and Regiment herbicides, Valent has an option to help you handle whatever weeds you're facing. Specially formulated to control the toughest weeds, including variety of broadleaf, sedge, grass, and aquatic weeds, Valent herbicides are proven to help growers start strong and protect their crop every step of the way. Visit valen.com rice to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions.
9: A special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point
2: three. What are you even talking about?
9: News, sports, celebrity gossip,
0: food. What, what, what does that mean? You know, they talk about normal stuff. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi. My hooker, Crook, Gerard, and Perez in the studio guiding you through the middle of your day. So, got a couple of questions about the Bitcoin stuff, and we could talk for hours about that. Don't want to turn the, the show into a cryptocurrency expose. Now, by the way, John in Hardiman, Tennessee. He wrote in to tell us that he turned 55 today, and it's 16 degrees outside where he is, cold. Well, happy birthday. Congratulations. I think he's saying there, Perez, that according to the BBC, it's Jaguar. It's jaguar. The, yeah. <laughs> it's the way it's pronounced. <laughs> uh yeah so Larry and Jackson asks how do you use it if it's cost fifty thousand yeah it's so it's divisible Bitcoin's good question but you're right and for any current it's just a currency to be effective so you don't um, a share of it is, is kind of complicated but you can buy partial from exchanges such as coinbase you have to have what's called a digital wallet to start with and then you you buy your it, it's a it's digital so you have to have a pub a private key and that combines with a public key and that allows, I know it gets wonky and that affects the blockchain ledger but bottom what? line is – yeah that's what it's called so <laughs> anyhow it's just just think of it as is another form of currency it's just money and if if two parties are willing to accept it in a transaction it's tender it's currency that uh t-e-n-d-e-r um that's <laughs> as how, opposed to t-i-n-d-e-r yeah, exactly. i see where you're going with that <laughs> exactly so and then you'll be able to tie that and by the way it's not just mastercard but citibank Mellon, all within the last few weeks have announced that they're ramping up their cryptocurrency efforts i mean it's just it's coming it's gonna happen and that's how that works and so dog asked how do you get a bitcoin account i, I I, again, don't want to get into too much of the weeds there. please, get wonky. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going anywhere. That's true. Might as well get wonky. Might might as well get wonky. Can't dance. Oh, me. But you just start out by (laughs) literally going to uh, Coinbase is a good place. There's plenty of different other um, sites where you can buy a digital wallet to then store your Bitcoin in after you buy it. But Bitcoin, excuse me, Coinbase is the, is the, the common trading platform for, for buying and selling cryptocurrency. It's no different uh, than the currency exchanges are where you can exchange dollars for yen and won and pounds and stuff like that. It's the same deal. It's the exact same deal, except when you do so, you're actually getting claim to and becoming uh, you you take possession of digital currency, and it's, so it's all in the internet. There's no documents associated with it, such as paper currency that we have. And you can Mastercard is going to set up, as are the other credit card companies and banks as well, a way to uh, to tie that to those accounts just like you do your debit and credit card to your checking accounts, kind of like that. But anyhow, crazy stuff going on in the cryptocurrency world, and I think you're going to see it explode even more. And investors are all over it as well. But I think it's notable that Miami – comes out and says, we're thinking about using this to pay our folks and as a way to accept uh, payments, to do business with the city. you got to believe other cities are going to get on board. That's how these sort of trend things work, and everybody, nobody wants to be left at the station, as they say. And I think you're going to see an explosion of that that we should all be prepared for. To the point where maybe within 15, 20 years, and I've talked about that on the air before, there's no more paper currency. If you notice during the pandemic with the shortage of coins and even even paper currency, that a lot of merchants have signs posted. Won't, you can't even use current. I didn't even know that was legal, but I don't know how that works. But they're requiring plastic to do business with them. I'm not sure what all the legal ramifications are of that, but if they can't make change, can't make change, I guess you could just hand them a whole lot more than it's worth. They probably ain't giving you whatever it is you buy if
2: you don't. (laughs) We're not giving it away, that's for sure.
1: (laughs) Top of the hour means we've got Super Talk News, Fox News. We'll come back. Don't forget, 1137, we'll take your calls. Stay with us on the JT Show.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com.
5: Fox News. I'm Lillian Wu. He was acquitted in his second impeachment trial. Now, former President Trump faces another legal challenge. The NAACP and Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson claim former President Trump, Rudy Giuliani, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers conspired to incite the January 6th riot and that they violated the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act by preventing Congress from carrying out its official duties. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, a Trump advisor, denies the former president played any role in the violence. And cryptocurrency Bitcoin blows past 50,000 for the first time today. There's been more interest in Bitcoin
10: since Bank of New York Mellon said it would treat it like any other investment. MasterCard is integrating Bitcoin into its payments network. And Tesla recently revealed it purchased $1.5 billion of Bitcoin. Fox's Ginny Kosola.
5: America's listening to Fox News.
8: With the potential of extreme winter weather headed our way, it is critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. This type of weather severely impacts our ability to collect and can wreak havoc on the already low blood supply. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com.
10: Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The first case of a COVID-19
22: variant strain has been confirmed in Mississippi. The Department of Health announced that a case of the UK variant was confirmed during routine testing, although no location was specified. While officials say the strain, which has been identified in 40 states, is known to spread more easily, there's no evidence that it causes a more severe infection or a higher risk of death. Currently, both approved vaccines are expected to be effective against the strain.
10: And some of us will get above freezing tomorrow, but for a large part of Mississippi, it's going to be a while. We
12: get above freezing a little bit again on Thursday, but again, both nights tomorrow night and Thursday night, dipping well below freezing. By the time you get into Friday, probably getting into the mid-30s, we drop back down cold once more. But by this weekend, I think we do reach upper 40s for most folks, perhaps even 50.
10: Logan Poole at the National Weather Service says we'll get back into a warming trend as we head into the start of next week. I'm Andy Davis.
8: With winter weather just around the corner, contact a qualified service technician to ensure that your propane system is operating safely. Make sure that everyone in your family knows what propane smells like and what to do in the event of a gas leak, including knowing where the gas supply valve is and when and how to safely close it. Call us today to learn more. This message
19: brought to you by the Mississippi Propane Gas Association and its members. Propane. Clean American energy.
10: The Mississippi Department of Transportation is reporting icy conditions in 74 Mississippi counties. You are encouraged not to travel, but if you do, visit m.traffic.com to see live camera feeds and current road conditions. And a trio of college basketball games in Mississippi have been postponed.
22: Thanks to the ongoing winter weather event, the Mississippi State men's matchup with Auburn and Ole Miss's newly scheduled matchup with LSU have each been pushed to Thursday at 4 p.m. The Bulldog women's game originally set for today with Tennessee doesn't yet have a makeup date.
10: And a disease known to kill deer is on the rise. Jill Nato with Fox says chronic wasting disease could affect food for humans.
23: The CDC says there are no reported cases of people coming down with CWD, but they warn it's probably best to keep the disease out of the food chain, so you may want to be careful about eating venison.
10: So far, 27 cases have been identified in deer in Mississippi this year. Andy Davis, Super Talk Mississippi News.
22: Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. SeaSpire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Just when you think you've heard heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. The freaking is.
14: On with the show. Showtime.
0: Now here's more with JT on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: Welcome back. Hour two of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. By the way, it's Tuesday, February the 15th. I know you scolded me yesterday for giving out that information. Uh, 16th. I said the wrong day. It's the, that's what happens when you are doing a staycation in a hotel. I'm like four miles from my house. But... It's a treacherous track between here and there, and it's a little hilly in the hood, and so I'm concerned about negotiating those hills. My wife is hunkered down in the house, and she's not been out to see if they are unnavigable. so don't know at this point. But cars are definitely flying up and down that interstate again. I'm not sure if you noticed that, but it's... Uh, they <laughs> they're not uh slowing down, I wish they would, but I hadn't seen any crashes close to us. Have you I can't hear you sorry, there I, you go uh,
2: sorry, yeah. yeah no, somebody went in the ditch yesterday across the way where
1: close to the where you can see from the building here yeah,
2: right up in front of the olive garden.
1: oh geez, not cool.
2: Well, they're not there now,
1: yeah, well it's uh which I think just demonstrates the the uh the dangers of traveling amongst the roads there oh, so i i'm i'm not I'm gonna make one more comment about the Bitcoin stuff because okay. a listener asked a question says, and you know a couple of years ago, there was talk about mining Bitcoin. Correct, and do you know how that works? And yeah, that is, it, it's is—it's—it's—it's uh, it's actually payment of Bitcoin to users who audit the ledger, who audit, who spend their time. It, so I give you an example. If you were to go spend your time, which would be crazy, to find counterfeit U.S. paper currency, You get one with a serial number, you find another one, the exact same denomination, exact same amount, and you look and say, wait, same serial number, there's a problem. And you went and reported that. I don't think the federal government would pay you for it. But this is how Bitcoin keeps those ledgers accurate, is people who spend their time auditing the ledgers now you've got to be a tech, techno geek walk and have electronic tools to do it but that's what they mean by mining. So you're mining the ledgers which are stored across servers around the planet and they're all supposed to be replicated in exact images of each other that's how that's how accuracy is maintained and the, the system pays those who find and correct problems in Bitcoin. For their services rendered, to keep everything straight, it's kind of a self-policing mechanism. And folks, Perez has just conked <laughs> out and started falling asleep on me. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a question. I was I'm just a, trying. It's a
2: very valid question. It is. I, it's just. It's just one of those areas I have no <laughs> aptitude for, and I mean, I I didn't I didn't study to be an accountant.
1: Okay? Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I'm just trying to enlighten our audience think, a little bit. I think bit. they've done an excellent job. <laughs> but that, it is crazy. Like, how do you mine for Bitcoin? It's digital. And that's what it means. I wish they wouldn't have used, frankly, the word mine. Auditing would have been a better word. That's yeah, that really, would have put you to sleep right away. Whoa. Yes, indeed. That's true. That's probably your... That's a good point. If they'd have said auditing... If, oh, no, I don't want any part of that. But mining, oh, yeah, that sounds... But, that it's sounds what like, it is. It's auditing.
2: But that sounds like you'll be outside with a little thing.
1: That's right. Things. A little shovel. A little shovel. No. <laughs> You're yeah. going
2: through a computer in it. In Correct.
1: Pakistan. That's exactly right. <laughs> and you'll get paid in, of course, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> Which you can then mind the transaction. Stop it. (laughs) So uh, just when you think we got it tough, I saw a report from The Hill where the Seattle area evidently is covered in snow. And a 94-year-old resident had an appointment for a vaccination today. Or yesterday, pardon me and realized she wasn't going to be able to drive, and walked six hours. A 94-year-old. Now, that's impressive.
2: That is impressive.
1: And wanted to keep her appointment, get the vaccine. Don't
2: tell me. Don't you dare get to the – she got to the clinic and the office was closed. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Wasn't like the Danny's. <laughs> 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 out of food. Uh, yeah,
2: we don't want any more food. Uh, like no more food. but restaurant. The,
1: uh, right. But guess what? The <laughs> the fire alarm works just dandy. Okay, fine. So, anyhow, um, she got her vaccine. That's impressive for a 94-year-old. And she, every, she
2: really doesn't want the COVID.
1: Yeah, correct. And... And so I guess all of our vaccination centers here in the state, they're shut down.
2: Postponed.
1: Postponed, okay. Postponed. Uh, and there was data updating today. I'm not sure if we have it here on the number of cases. It's. It, I think it was under, was it under 1,000 or just around 1,000? Uh, Let's see. Nope, 734 is the data I'm looking at with 37 deaths reported. So, looks like, and of course, across the nation, the news on that is actually pretty good. News on the number of cases and the case trends and the death trends is actually very good uh, across the country. And and the market is responding positively to that. Bitcoin, by the way, shot up because Visa and Tesla and, and a lot of other organizations in the financial community are embracing it. The city of Miami. But in this case, the theory here by investors in the market is that we're going to get back to normal, whatever that means. I don't even know how to define that anymore. So, uh, But they're optimistic, nonetheless, that uh, we, we shall and, economic, robust economic activity will resume. Oh, oh, one one more thing about the Bitcoin, really not about that, but about merchants not taking cash. So I just at the break did a cursory look-up of that, went to the uh, U.S. Treasury's uh, website, and so there's no law prohibiting businesses from going cashless, but Some states, however, especially with the pandemic, where you started to see more merchants, both for safety reasons and shortage of of money, Mm -hmm. physical money, just declined to accept cash. And states then passed laws requiring them to, which is kind of interesting. But I thought, but there's no federal law. So it's a bit of a seems like it's a bit of a conflict even though there's no statute it does say that on the same website that uh US cash is legal tender for settling debts and so forth. I don't know. It's kind of kind of confusing but not uh, not surprising. Thomas in Greenwood says uh, four-wheel drive is the answer, traversing the roads. I agree, but all of us don't have four-wheel drives. I'm assuming that – but, you know, you see the little cars, standard sedans out on the roads. I don't think they have four-wheel drive. I wouldn't think. Front-wheel drive, maybe. Front-wheel. Does that make a difference? A little bit. It does? Is that better, I guess, in – traveling across these surfaces
2: it was okay in the this this morning and yesterday
1: for you yeah okay yeah i i guess i can see that um especially if you're on an incline or something right so i
2: have to do i have to do inclines i got a little bit
1: okay interesting well i I, i'm assuming a lot of the trucks you see that are just racing along the roads (laughs) i'm thinking they got four-wheel drive i certainly hope so that they can stop Without any problem, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, without those big concrete pylons. uh. (laughs) Stay with us here on the JT Show. We'll take a break. And don't forget, at the 1137 segment, 888-808-8637. That's the Super Talk call line. Give us a call. Talk to Perez and me today. We look forward to hearing from you.
13: available at the tractor store in Richland. This is
17: JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540 or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Since
16: the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care reaching our most impoverished communities.
23: We're here for you.
16: Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions.
10: We're here for you.
16: But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners.
4: I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy.
5: There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32
25: wines by the glass, wine glides, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. The
5: To Good Things With Me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's radio happy hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: JT and Rhino. Have you been exposed to any type of radioactivity? This is the JT Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. And back, and back.
25: It's the middle.
1: Back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. The lovely Stevie Nicks. And by the way, David in West Point passes on a message on the C spire text line. Perez, you are knocking it out of the park with the music today. Awesome. I agree. Send Bitcoin.
10: Send Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 I
1: love it. <laughs> oh me. Uh, So, front-wheel drive, this is on the uh, C Spire text line from the 662 region. Front-wheel drive has the advantage of the engine's weight is on top of the tires versus rear-wheel drive, where there is no weight on the positive track tires. There you go. Makes sense to me. Makes
2: sense to me, too. Yep.
1: little, that would be a little physics, I guess, involved in there. But, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But... Would
2: you like to? I got a message here from the ceasefire text line. So cold up here. I just saw a lawyer with his hands in his own pockets.
1: <laughs> no disrespect to lawyers. <laughs> yeah, of yes. I
2: work with a bunch of them. I don't care.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it depends on the lawyer type and the category of law that is practiced. Which is broad? They're broad categories of of the uh, legal industry. It, not that you didn't <laughs> know that, but uh, I, certainly from a business perspective, in my rather extensive dealings with them, incredibly valuable in the uh, in business transactions that I was involved in. Those transaction lawyers are they're brilliant, and happy to say that the ones I worked with both here and, and across the country and other states as well, absolutely tireless, incredible. I can't tell you the number of times we'd have conference calls, Saturdays, Sundays, night, it just didn't matter, uh, and they were always there, and, and just serve and provide a very valuable service, I should say, certainly to the the business community when you're working those kinds of things out. And the stuff they have to know to protect you in that respect is mind-boggling, but um, just just grateful for their service in that respect. But I I get, however, those that frankly make a living redistributing money is what they do. Sometimes it's Bitcoin. Then <laughs> we got that going now, man. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean it's the future. Apparently,
1: <laughs> I, I think it is. Uh, some another little tidbit of political news I wanted to pass on is that David Perdue, former senator from the state of Georgia, he of course was defeated in the election uh, here recently held over in Georgia. Two Senate races on the same day, runoffs in January. The day before, you remember that it was the day before the um, day before the certification of the election. Result. Oh, the insurrection and the insurrection. Correct. A lot jammed into a short period of time. Anyhow, Purdue was defeated by was John Osselhoff, I think, yeah. who, who's yeah. now seated. But. Uh, Warnock defeated Kelly Leffler, but that was a special election, so they gotta run again that for that seat in twenty two. So he ain't gonna be there too long because of the special election situation. You don't know that. Right, don't. Well, yeah, well he's he's not secure for six years right. as a typical he has, senator
2: is. Yeah, he'll have to
1: Run again. Run again. Okay, so yesterday David Perdue announced he is going to run against Warnock in twenty two. So, get your head wrapped around that.
2: <laughs> what? Could you could you have waited to tell me this information <laughs> next next year?
1: <laughs> it's you know it's just a crazy situation in our political world. So you got Warnock who defeats Leffler, and. Per, in Osselhoff, who defeats Purdue, both of those who lost were incumbents. One of those incumbents, Purdue, says, I'm going to go run against that one that defeated the other yeah, no. incumbent. <laughs> Just swapping it around. But it's U.S. Senate seats.
2: Well, does, won't he have... Well, I don't know. He doesn't have to change his point of residency, does he?
1: Who now? Purdue. He's in Georgia. It's a Senate It's senate seat. So it's oh, he's rep- not like a representative. Right, right, right. That's right. right. Yeah, okay. a, a state, statewide. You can,
2: you can live anywhere.
1: So one of my friends just texted in, do you think Herschel Walker would be a good candidate against Warnock? I, I think Herschel Walker would be a good candidate for whatever he wants to run for. He's, he's awesome. And I, I saw him. I've seen him have that question asked of him in an interview. And Herschel, he's, he's got, I think like a lot of fantastic athletes do, he's got kind of a um, uh, sort of an off-shucks, boyish side to him. Um, and he that's kind of the way he answered it. Off-shucks, I'm not sure. So he was noncommittal. But I think it's clear he was talking about it. Now, his son, who... If you didn't know better, is is not like Herschel. He's not he's not athletic, and he's brilliant. I've seen him speak. He's uh, quite an impressive young man. He's pushing his dad to run. I, I saw I saw him on a split screen, and Herschel was doing the off shut <laughs> routine. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no! But his son was pushing him. Uh-huh. you know. For Perhaps my greatest memory of Herschel Walker was when I had been out of school a couple of years up there in Oxford, and I was sitting in the stadium at returned for a game, and we were facing the Georgia Bulldogs. And those that were around then and followed uh, the Rebels would remember this, but he was about four yards out from the goal line. They were pounding us, by the way. He was about four yards out, and he went up to dive into the end zone. And four yards may be exaggerating. Maybe it was two, because coming out of the backfield, anyhow, he goes up, and he encounters a a defensive player at the point of attack, at the line of scrimmage. But to have no fear, he just kind of bounced off, kept his balance onto his feet, and spun around and made a right turn and just kind of walked into the end zone. <laughs> and I think our linebacker that was on the defense there, he was laid out on the goal line after having made contact wow. with yeah. Mr. Walker. I'd still have that. And you know what? We all clapped for him. <laughs> what are you going to do when you when you see that kind of athletic ability?
2: Well, it's kind of it's sort of like... Um... Bo Jackson running up the side of the wall at, in Kansas City. Remember that?
1: Yeah, he jumped about forty feet in the air. It seemed like to make that catch at the wall. What an unbelievable! Bo, why
2: are you running up the wall?
1: <laughs> he Come sure on, man, he was
2: feet Remember,
1: <laughs> like he was scaling it, and it's a flat wall with nothing to attach to. Uh, but I and I want to say that was perhaps the year Georgia then met Notre Dame. I think, in the Sugar Bowl, if I'm uh-huh. not mistaken, uh, back when that was a thing. But uh, that's that's kind of my memory of Herschel Walker. That's like an image that gets in your head and it never leaves, because, like, did I just see that? They just <laughs> You did. <laughs> yeah, just in- incredible uh, talent. But anyhow, David Perdue. And so, yes, I think Herschel Walker would be fantastic. also saw Jason Chaffetz. He used to be a member of the U.S. House of Representatives from the great state of Utah, he was asked last night in an interview I caught whether he would consider running against Mitt Romney for the Senate, opposing him uh, coming up for Senate. I'm not sure when Romney's up again. I'd have to look that up. But, uh, of course, a lot of Republicans not happy about Senator Romney for uh, voting to convict Donald Trump in the impeachment trial. So Chaffetz said he might give it a whirl. So that's kind of some news coming out of the <laughs> the political realm. Oh, man, that's a lot. So, yeah, I know we got some folks, by the way, Perez, calling in or writing in about the app. It's it's still having some issues. But uh, Bob from Summit, you can, like I said yesterday, you can go to the full Uh, the full size site the main site just supertalk.fm and fire it up on your mobile app there and listen if you do that that seems to work sorry for the inconvenience there hope that helps we'll be back give us a call when we come back we're waiting for you
3: The American
4: Heart Association is working to put water within reach of Mississippi children. That's why we're asking you to support House Bill 925. This important legislation would make clean water more accessible to school students and mitigate the spread of germs. By ensuring newly constructed and majorly renovated schools include water bottle filling stations, we can improve the health of Mississippi children. Text WATERMS to 468
1: A year into my retirement, I started getting short of breath, so I went to St. Dominic's. It turns out that my heart needed some major repair. Thanks to the amazing care that I got at St. Dominic's, I survived double bypass surgery. God was working through the doctors and nurses, and now my heart is working the way it should. I have finished my physical therapy at St. Dominic's, and I am now back to enjoying my retirement again. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts
10: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The first case of a COVID-19
22: variant strain has been confirmed in Mississippi. The Department of Health announced that a case of the U.K. variant was confirmed during routine testing, although no location was specified. While officials say the strain, which has been identified in 40 states, is known to spread more easily, there's no evidence that it causes a more severe infection or a higher risk of death. Currently, both approved vaccines are expected to be effective against the strain.
10: And some of us will get above freezing tomorrow, but for a large part of Mississippi, it's going to be a while. We
12: get above freezing a little bit again on Thursday, but again, both nights tomorrow night and Thursday night dipping well below freezing. By the time you get into Friday, probably getting into the mid-30s, we drop back down cold once more. But by this weekend, I think we do reach upper 40s for most folks, perhaps even 50.
10: Logan Poole at the National Weather Service says we'll get back into a warming trend as we... We head into the start of next week. I'm Andy
23: Davis. Com.
0: From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State...
22: I'm so pumped. It's
6: such
0: a great program. Great the program. JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk, Mississippi. I've
6: got a girl. She lives on the hill. She won't do it, but a sister.
1: with you on the JT Show. Perez spinning the tunes today. God, stop! (laughs) I got a request for you, by the way. What? Even though it's not TV theme show Thursday, one of our listeners, a good friend, wants to hear Rawhide (laughs) for the Clint Eastwood fans. Rawhide. (laughs) Rawhide. All right. By the way, the phone lines are open now. 80, excuse me, 888 808 8637. Give us a call. That's the Super Talk call line. We'd love to hear from you. Perez and I in the studios. We're going to feature. Here we go. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I, made a, I made a mistake. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, by the way, uh, a uh, listener texted in on the, on the Spire text line from the 662. Reminded that it was 1981 when Herschel Walker made this run that I'm talking about. And by the way, another friend texted me a short video clip of it. And it was the six-yard line. Oh. And he did. He jumped. He leaped over the line of scrimmage. And it looks like a linebacker met him there a couple of yards beyond the line of scrimmage. And he just bounced off of him and landed on his feet like it was nothing to it. Spun and and uh, jolted into the end zone there. Just incredible, uh, what an athlete he was. But 1981. So our listener says it was my freshman year. I was sitting about the 10 yard line in the student section. We were all mesmerized by Herschel Walker uh, that day. But he's what a fine individual he is. If you haven't had a chance to hear him speak, and a a good conservative, and just a, a common sense person that I frankly would love to see enter the political realm. I think he'd be excellent at it. And by the way, Joe Biden is traveling to Wisconsin today. He's He targeted Wisconsin to go make a pitch, and appeal, if you will, for his $1.9 trillion stimulus plan. And you have to think that He's going to Wisconsin because it's a so-called swing state. And he's trying to drum it up there. So he's headed there. He's he's supposed to have kind of a little town hall, my understanding is, a televised CNN town hall in Milwaukee. Then he's headed to Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo had some really good friends back in the IT world that uh, used to uh, socialized with from Kalamazoo, had a good operation up there. He's also going to tour a Pfizer manufacturing facility. <laughs> Speaking of Pfizer, <laughs> our communist friends over in North Korea, they say they've not had the first case of COVID. Uh huh. <laughs> now it has been determined that they've been trying to hack Pfizer. To get info on the vaccine. But they hadn't had any cases.
2: Uh, Kim Jong-il, not to be confused with Kim, Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Kim Jong-il said he shot an 18. Um, one time he played golf. <laughs> an
1: 18. How many holes was that? 18. 18. Okay. <laughs> so he hole in one. Every hole. Every hole.
2: So whatever comes out of north korea if you buy it you own it because they're not they don't tell just lies they tell damn
1: lies, (laughs) big old fat whoppers as they say that's just you can't make it up so they got caught hacking pfizer we need vaccine but we don't have any cases
2: (laughs) But <laughs> instead of going out like a normal person, see this is this is the criminal behavior that I'm ta- that I always talk about. If you take the knowledge that you have, instead of going down the criminal road and do <laughs> do good, yeah, things would happen. No question. No, but now you want to go and steal <laughs> the recipe for the vaccine recipe.
1: Yeah, b- the f-
2: yeah formula. The formula. Yeah, no, and I'm glad they got caught.
1: I am, too. And they weren't getting very far. They don't have the technology to penetrate Pfizer's well-protected systems. Don't
2: don't you know Pfizer made a billion dollars on their last big product? You you know what it is. I know what it is.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. But... You know, you can't trust communists. I've come to that conclusion. Really?
2: <laughs> so when did you come to this realization?
1: <laughs> well, uh, as long as we used to think and at, at least teach in this country that it's it's, ba- it's a bad deal. Uh, but <laughs> unfortunately, many in our country seem to embrace it as a superior model to that which exists in this country, even in spite of all of its warts, all of its flaws. Come on, it's not even close. And I don't even know why why we even have to debate that. And that debate, it's not even much of a debate, but that nonsense is being spewed on our college campuses. That's where it comes from. And to some extent, even in... Our school's below that. All kinds of crazy stuff going on that's very disturbing. In the meantime, you know, those teachers... By the way, call us, 888-808-8637. love to hear from you. The phone lines are open. The teachers' unions up there in Chicago are still at odds with Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who frankly accepted their support and their money and align with them, and now she's at odds with them. It's, it's, it's just so ironic and, and just so duplicitous and hypocritical to a great extent. But she's telling them to get back into schools. What I don't understand is, why did it take a year for the CDC to come out with guidelines on r- required to open up schools? Don't we kind of know by now? So I saw last night, one of the things they, they want is plexiglass around every student desk. And I saw last night a teacher who has published a, a video that she made in her classroom, and all the desks are lined up, of course separated, spaced apart, and there's this like four feet, three feet high three-sided plexiglass around the desks. And she got down at like her desk level and shot a video panning around the room and it's impossible. I don't see how they hear, for one thing, the students. Secondly, I don't see how she showed. It obstructs all the framing and so forth to hold the glass together. It obstructs the boards, the, the grease boards, the instruction area. It's just a big old problem, but the first thing that came to mind when I saw her sh- saw her shooting that video, the images of those little those little desks with the plexiglass was the old John Travolta, the boy in the plastic bubble movie. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I thought of, and then and that's what the unions want. On top of that, they want to completely forklift replace, dig up, start over. The HVAC systems in every school building in the country. Or certainly the ones that that they want to go to school in or they that they're requiring to return to school. And Dr. Anthony Fauci's on board with that. He wants billions of dollars to be spent. Yes, sir.
2: Where are we getting this excess cash?
1: We ain't got none, buddy. Okay. Just checking. But Joe Biden's gonna go sell it today. He says we gotta go big that the economists tell him, due to the very low interest rates, now's the time to go, that the cost of not, this is what they say, the cost of not spending this $2 trillion greatly exceeds the long-term and short-term impact of spending it. You know, you remember the old movie the from 1971? I'm going to harken you back a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Sci-fi thriller, The Andromeda Strain. Yes. It was terrible, by the way. What? I, th- I didn't think the movie... It was a thriller, though. Well, that was pretty cool. You had to go through five levels, you know, to clear all... It, it kind of reminds of what's going on today, does it not? Because it was about... It was a virus. A, a virus. And remember, they somehow came to the conclusion, as I kind of recall, the plot where it didn't affect infants, and I want to say it didn't affect the very old. It was everybody yeah, in between. Very, okay, But... <laughs> Do you remember the, those outfits they wear? They wore with the all, all covered up with stuff. That's kind of the PPE the teachers unions want, and drama strain like PPE for every teacher. It's like, well, did all the other schools that are open did they not get the memo? Because they seem to be doing fine. Oh, I don't have to. So frustrating. One more segment left in the second hour. We'll come back and give it to you after these messages.
3: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmar quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
20: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. New rules for farm applicants could result in larger Paycheck Protection Program loans, which could be used to cover self-employment compensation. Farmers largely missed out on the first round of the Paycheck Protection Program loans, but a change in how calculations are made for farmers could result in more substantial payments. The first round tabulated payments based on farmers' net income, which is the income after deductions and expenses. This number is often low or negative because of the amount of depreciation farmers claim on equipment. For 2021, farmers can use their gross income to apply. Farmers and small businesses can apply for PPP loans through their traditional lenders, such as banks and farm credit institutions. The loans are forgivable as long as 60% or more of the proceeds are spent on approved expenses, which includes self-employment compensation for sole proprietorships and single-owner limited liability corporations. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network
9: when it comes to growing cotton i'm looking for results
20: that's why i choose the
9: roundup ready extend crop system the powerful combination of bulgar 3 extend flex cotton and extendimax herbicide with vapor grip technology means i'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control that adds up to stronger yield potential in fact bulgard three extend flex cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties it's no wonder the roundup ready extend crop system is the number one choice for so many of us for me the choice is easy
17: i
19: choose results i choose the roundup ready extend crop system Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer Trials. Extend-A-Max is a restricted-use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing, and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
9: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show. Oh boy, that's rotten. With
0: JT and Rhino.
25: Let's do it
0: on Super Talk, Mississippi.
25: Make me LA.
1: Thanks for joining us. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Perez in the studio today. Yes, sir. Just rocking and rolling. And uh, let's see on the 601 C Spire text line. Last year's stimulus money was held out of my refund, so they get the money back. I reckon that'll help fund that $1.9 trillion they want to throw at us. (laughs) Here's an interesting, I think this is from Ray and Clinton. He says, the liberals don't understand, this would be the climate change zealots. Plexiglass is made from oil-based products. A lot of stuff is. And that does, in fact, present quite the conundrum to deal with. (laughs) You know, by the way, you remember Karen... Central Park Karen oh that one with the dog yeah yeah that she she uh, she falsely accused uh there's one that falsely accused a black bird watcher of threatening her after she completed a handful of therapy sessions and she was gonna face a year in prison on a charge of falsely reporting an incident in the third degree. Well, all right then. But they tossed her case, a Manhattan prosecutor's case, aside after she completed five therapy sessions. So all you Karens out there, I guess (laughs) therapy is the remedy, is the cure. It's the key. That's it, huh? (laughs) Karen with a dog here here's a picture of Karen with her dog as a matter of fact I'm looking at interesting uh, that would be Cooper was her name. can't remember her first name well Amy Cooper Amy yeah yeah, yeah. Amy. there you go yeah so there you go Karen off the old hook um, Jen Saki. that would be the White House press secretary. You know, she was asked a question about – she's been much maligned, shall we say, since she assumed that role for a couple of reasons. One is she seems to struggle providing concrete and substantive answers to what I think are fairly obvious, reasonable, valid questions. She was asked about – a couple of days ago, about the risk of the Chinese attacking the U.S. power grid, and whether or not maybe the Biden administration was getting a little too comfortable with the with the uh, uh, the Chinese in that respect, and evidently, she said, "Well." I'll have to circle back with you on that. So that's what she's getting criticized for, is this circle back routine. It just seems like that the answer to every question is really not an answer, but rather a put-off. And she uh, likes to say, well, I just have to circle back with you, which really means I don't know the answer, and you're never going to receive an answer. That's really what what it means. It's not... She doesn't really sincerely mean I'm going to go get that information for you and return it because I've watched a number of her press conferences and she never really does come back and provide answers to questions previously asked where she committed to circle back. So it's a little bit of a problem. Dr. Fauci, by the way, is really pressing hard He's an economist now. Have you noticed that doctors are practicing economics and politicians are practicing medicine? It's like we've all just sort of changed hats as a result of this pandemic, but Dr. Fauci says we got to have this $1.9 trillion deal in order to reopen the schools. And that's drawing a lot of ire. What about all the schools that didn't get all that additional money? They've been opening, they've been holding in-person classes many since September right here in Mississippi. Private schools across the country have. And even Jake Tapper from CNN who interviewed the CDC director who's kind of been waffling a little bit, says something and then gets shot down. No, that's not really the administration's a position. And then comes back and says, "Oh yeah, but there's where we are." And even Jake Tapper said in an interview with her that it he was dispirited. <laughs> that was the word he used. Dispirited at her response to all that stuff. Meaning you really don't know and don't have a plan. Not good. It is noon. We will cross over into the afternoon, but first you're gonna get some news from Super Talk News from Fox News. We'll come back with more talk here on the JT show. Stay with us. I can't feel you
25: there. So tired. So much
0: more. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090.
5: News. I'm Lillian Wu. The civil rights group, the NAACP, is suing former President Trump on behalf of Representative Benny Thompson of Mississippi, claiming the former president and his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, conspired to incite the Capitol riot and that they violated the 1871 Ku Klux Klan Act by preventing Congress from carrying out its official duties. Democratic Representatives Hank Johnson and Bonnie Watson Coleman are expected to sign on to the lawsuit, which seeks unspecified damages fox's rachel sutherland a trump advisor jason miller says trump did not organize or incite or conspire to incite any violence the white house says it's increasing the coronavirus vaccine supply to states to 13 and a half million doses a week up from 11 million doses america's listening to fox news
8: As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security. 601-898-3105. Call today. For
24: a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
15: Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee.
24: Catfish, Hush Puppies, and Fried Dill Pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
25: I like chicken. I like fish. I like Hush Puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent.
17: For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web. MajesticMetalsINC.com
10: I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting under 1,000 new cases of COVID-19.
22: The latest report of 734 new cases brings the state's total up to just under 280 with the confirmation of 37 additional deaths, 6,501 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. Hospitalizations do continue to decline, and as of Monday, an estimated 264,000 Mississippians have recovered from COVID-19.
10: And there are certain areas of the state seeing more traffic issues than others.
22: We're Watching the numbers statewide and up in
21: Troop F, which is the new Albany district, um, they're still responding to a lot of vehicles running off the roadways. Uh, we're, ha- we're still seeing issues on I 20, all the way from the Louisiana line to the Alabama line.
10: That's Major Johnny Polis with the Mississippi Highway Patrol. For Super Tall Mississippi News, I'm Edie Davis.
1: a job an opportunity if so mississippi community colleges are your affordable
5: solution as experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities mississippi community colleges can help you achieve your dream visit your community
1: college for more information on the my best program and other career pathways i'm dr andrea mayfield executive director of the mississippi community college board
8: for more information
10: email info at mccb.edu Governor T. Greaves has announced that thousands of first-dose appointments are available. You can book yours by going to covidvaccine.umc.edu. And the U.S. Postal Service isn't immune to the effects of the winter storm here in Mississippi.
22: In a news release, the Postal Service announced that operations at the post offices, including mail delivery and retail operations, will be temporarily suspended in 11 Mississippi zip codes. These can be found online at supertalk.fm. The release did not specify when operations may resume.
10: And the ban on housing foreclosures is being extended. President Biden extended the ban to June 30th. Census figures show that 12% of homeowners are late on their payments. This means borrowers that want to request a pause or reduction in payments can receive help. The announcement today does not address a federal moratorium on evictions of tenants who've fallen behind on their rent. That is in effect through March 31st. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
12: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9
14: p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, real talk for real Mississippians. Now here's your host, JT. JT.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Hour 3, Super Talk, Mississippi, on this wintry weather day. Certainly the roads are. The, the um, air's not that bad. It's kind of relatively clear. It's clearing up something. Oh, okay. A little bit. And it's no precip falling that I saw when I went out for a second looking at the winder. But those cars are still traveling fast down the roads. Please slow down. Be careful. Um, By the way, President Biden and Dr. Fauci have stressed the importance, telling reporters at the National Institutes of Health uh, last Thursday, the importance of wearing masks until 2022. This is a goal line that continues to move. I'm not sure it ever stays put and we ever cross it. Just seems like there's an interest of uh, an interest in continuing to exert power over the American people with this whole deal. It's just like, what are we doing all this vaccination stuff if we still got a We've got to change all the HVAC systems in the country, which just seems insane. You know, when we were in school... Oh, you got somebody on the phone line? Oh, I got you. When we were in school, the HVAC system was you just opened the windows up.
2: That was an awful long time ago.
1: <laughs> we didn't have... Fancy get-ups going on. So, a little different situation than it is today. But wearing masks until 2022, not sure that's going to go over real well with folks. I think they're kind of over it. Just my take. People seem to be weary of it. But it keeps continuing, and we shall see. By the way, you saw a report. ICE reported on 74, in 74, of 82 counties as far as the roads are concerned. ICE reported on roads in 74 of the 82 counties in the state. That sounds pretty reasonable. Also, the Department of Health has announced Monday that it has confirmed the first case of the COVID-19 variant that is known to spread more easily than the other strains. Well, you wonder about that when nobody's out and about, because we wouldn't appear to be spreading much of anything unless you're doing it all hunkered down at your abode, because it looks pretty desolate around here, certainly looking out and about, except for those cars every now and then racing down the road there. Hmm. But we'll be tracking whatever uh, Joe Biden does tonight. By the way, you've seen this deal. He's got this town hall in, in Wisconsin where he's pushing for the stimulus. Old Governor Cuomo up in New York, and he's had a little problems. He's mathematically challenged. He's been unable to report accurately the uh, on the nursing home death situation up there. And so he did a press briefing yesterday about it, but he didn't seem very contrite. He was not remorseful. He offered no apologies. And even Democrats who supported him, citizens or who had loved ones who passed away as part of his negligence, they're calling him out. Members of his own party are calling him out. On the V-man. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So we got Dane Maxwell joining us now. That's my fault, Dane, for not remembering that we had you scheduled at that time. He's the public service commissioner. You with us now, Dane? I am. I'm here. Sorry about that. Just got on to rambling, and Perez was trying to signal, so it's my fault. Normally, I have the schedule printed in front of me, but I don't have access to a printer these days, so I'm having to rely on all these screens I have open, and I flat out missed it. But but, glad we got you now. So, all right. So, Public Service Commissioner, and and, uh, hoping maybe even to get an update from uh, Energy, one of our utility companies which services the state later on in the program. Tell us what's going on uh, in the southern part of the state. Uh, you've had some impact from all this.
26: Yeah, we've uh, we've had a lot of impact, and and right now, well, I think we've got about uh, let's see here, we've got about thirty four thousand customers out statewide. Uh, about fifteen thousand of those with Southern Pine here in the Southern District and, and part of Central. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of outages, um, and I think maybe uh, they are starting to catch up on a lot of these, so you're going to start seeing those things turn around. Um, but then again, you know, we've got that other side coming in Wednesday, and yeah. I'm concerned about that.
1: So, uh, Dane, what is the Public Service Commission, what is its role when we have situations like this with respect to uh, coordinating with the utility companies and so forth. How do you guys get involved in that?
26: Well, you know, we regulate those utilities, uh, all but the EPAs, but we have a very strong uh, emergency response plan uh, that I actually submitted in when I took office because there, there, I don't think there was one until – well, I had one when I was at the PSC back in the 90s uh, for about 10 years. We, we put another one in place, so now we coordinate everything – to our offices uh, with the utilities and we keep the city and counties up to speed on what's happening we respond to all these uh, natural disasters whether it's ice storm or hurricane or a tornado
1: yeah so um, is it kind of a is it a constant stream of communication Is are there is there like any regulatory requirements Dane, where they have to report to the Public service Commission in terms of of uh, outages or, or service delivery, is that something that is? Oh, yeah. it's a regulatory requirement, and so they're in constant. Yeah, re- we require. Okay,
26: and so it. Yeah, yeah, they have to do that, so we can so we can put out to the public where they're at on things. And, sure. You know what's interesting is, uh, you know there are a lot of them that report uh, quite often when they have outages, not just necessarily in a natural disaster. Yeah. Uh, so going on now but um but they're real good about it and they have a there's a precedent for it and so we have real good communications and real good involvement with those guys i respect them uh those linemen who are out there right now dealing with this and you know the thing about it is it's dangerous work anyway but with the ice on the lines it makes it even more dangerous yeah uh, along with the cold and
1: well, and then we got more, it looks like, headed this way. So any particular preparations? And does that look like that's going to affect the southern third of the state, your district, what's coming in, I guess, Yeah, tomorrow? it
26: will. It will. We, we have a lot of outages in my area now. But the, one of the things you're going to see is, like I'm in Pascagoula, which is in the southeast uh, part of the state, is probably the, the top area that's not, that much affected um so the other areas like the southwest which is in my district and more up to the central because my district goes all the way up to just south of jackson and Simpson county um we have uh we have a lot of rain and ice about an inch inch and a half thick of ice on the roads and now you've got about an inch of snow, They're not going to have time to thaw out between this system and the next system on Wednesday. And that's what people have to understand. Even if it does thaw out in some of the more southern counties, you're going to have a refreeze that's going to occur Wednesday night, and it's still going to create problems. So my advice to everybody is, is stay at home. Uh, don't go out. You don't if you don't have to, and uh, just keep everybody secure because you're not. If you're going out, uh, you're just going to get into a, just a world of mess with this stuff.
1: Yeah, I, and, I'll, I'll yeah, and I I kind of to that. I left here yesterday thinking I I, may, I saw uh, cars on the road, vehicles on the road that seemed to be doing five, thinking I could get uh, to my home, which is three four miles uh, north of where the studio is. And I and I made it about a third of the way. And it just looked to be less traveled, and I said, "You know what? I bet I can't make it." And so I turned around and went back on the route that I had uh, taken to get to that point, just thinking, "I, I, I just I want to be stuck out here in the middle of the road." Is is kind of what this, or yeah. or worse yet, start bumping around on stuff my vehicle shouldn't be making contact with. So I just i guess made that decision which i think was the right one at this point and uh and now i'm just kind of staying put uh, until the situation gets more drivable but unfortunately dane it just looks like a lot of people maybe are taking the risk and they shouldn't and i just here in the studio looking out on the interstate watching vehicles as perez said earlier one apparently was seen out in the ditch i had a a, uh, a listener text in a, a, a shot, of a short video of one turned totally upside down in the road in the city of Jackson here, so... We're just not made for that, and these vehicles aren't made for that.
20: Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twominuntatruck.com.
21: Unlike jewelry stores that offer imaginary discounts of 50 to 75% off, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood is different. You see, mathematically, there is no way to stay in business if you continually run 50 to 75% off discounts, unless your prices were too high to begin with. At DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, shop our quality, selection, and personal service that we offer. Then let us impress you with our special values. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, across from Amerigo.
9: All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi, 97.3.
0: ...from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five. 879 The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
22: Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Though the strings are swollen. Keep the-
7: Thank you,
1: Perez, for accommodating our listener on the all-hit request line there. <laughs> little <raw-eyed. clears throat> And apologies to Commissioner Dane Maxwell. A little technical difficulty today, Dane, with a uh, uh, little of that is weather and a little of that is uh, uh, the trooper that Perez is. He's been here a long time and I am just in a fog. It's a weather fog. So we kind of both both blew that segment a little bit, but we'll make it through it. Apologize to our listeners and and to you as well for that kind of abrupt uh, ending to the last segment. But we're back, and we're talking about weather and so forth uh, down in the southern part of the state and what we got coming in and trying to help people figure out how to to handle it. You know, also, uh, Commissioner, the stores are closed. So it's not like the hurricanes where you know this thing's coming, you can go rush out and and uh, stock up and be prepared. Just yeah. a, You know, in our little area around here, uh, which is uh, <clears throat> fairly um, well populated with all sorts of retail outlets, they're all closed. Is the same situation uh, in the Southern District there?
26: Yeah, yeah. You'll see a lot of uh, closures here and We'll continue to until we can get uh, a better handle on this. And what I was saying a minute ago is a lot of people um, has to understand with this much snow and stuff that's on out there, you've still got a layer of ice on there. And we were talking about the vehicles traveling up and down the road. It only takes one time to hit one pot of ice. And uh, you may not be just affecting your life. You may be affecting others out there, too. So we need to be prepared, number one. And number two, stay off the roads and uh,
1: and just hunker down for now. Yeah, uh, because I start worried about people literally running out of food, not having a place to eat, and not having enough uh, in their in their homes. But hopefully, this situation won't last too much longer. I had um, a representative from uh, from Kelly Miller from Mema on earlier, uh, just talking about uh, the, the situation from their perspective. And one of the questions I asked her was about coordinating with the other agencies and then and, and also other like agencies in the other states, their peers in the other states. Similar situation for you guys, Dane? How does that work?
26: Yeah, actually, I was on the phone with MEMA uh, earlier, and we we do a lot of coordinating with them, uh, but also with the National Weather Service. And and we stay. I was on a lengthy call with those guys as well, keeping up on it. So, Um, We also stay constantly communicating with those emergency response uh, folks in various parts of the state, along with the utilities themselves. And utilities, i got to tell you, those guys are superstars when it comes to this stuff. They know what they're doing. Uh, They have rollout plans for all sorts of emergencies and have contingent backups. Uh, We have put together some requirements for them that they do for us as well, and we're fully engaged with them.
1: Yeah. And, and we're very appreciative of that. So, you know, it just seems like that weather situations like this kind of, I, I guess, cause your organization to sort of take a different turn from the business as usual day. Uh, do, you, do you have sufficient resources to deal with the uh, kind of the ex- excess demand, I guess, on uh, what folks need? Well, I, I, you know,
26: we could always use more resources, <laughs> yeah. but... Sure. Uh, right now what right now we're we're making do with what we've got. Um I don't let those guys go out unless we have to. And uh especially during this particular time with the ice storm. Uh, but you know, during hurricanes and things like that, we're on the ground out there with them. Yeah. And uh so we we would always love to see more. We you know, this gives my investigators opportunities at home catch up on some of those robocall. Uh, violations that i'm going after so hard so uh we're going to keep working we just might not be out on the uh out on the streets and in the neighborhoods
1: yeah so let's let's uh if we will let's let's shift the conversation a little bit what are some if any of the bills that you're most interested in that are that are uh, being considered at the legislature during this session that might impact your organization and, and public service delivery utility delivery and so forth
26: well, certainly, uh, we are pushing to go back under special fund. Um, our agency has historically been funded by the, ent- the entities that we regulate. Um, uh, it's, uh, I think a couple of years ago, it was put back in the general fund. We, we collect, uh, fees to exist and we regulate those uh, that we do regulate, pay that fee. Uh, having said that, we, are not in that situation today and we' were, we were trying to get back there we don't we're a self-funded agency through that fine so the ratepayers nor the taxpayers pay for anything that we do and I think that's just a good way to do business
1: and that and the self-funding it comes from uh, fees that are collected on the various utility bills is that how that works then
26: not on the bills, on the entities themselves. Okay. They pay a fee, okay, uh, to for us to exist, and so we don't have, we don't come out of the rate base, we don't come out of tax base, uh, so we don't, we don't cost the government anything. They okay. pay for
1: it. and so it's not directly uh, produced from the consumers, but rather from the actual utilities that you regulate. Is that accurate? That's great, yeah. And is that a kind of a set tax on their revenue, or how does that work? Is there kind of a
26: – It's just a fee-based base. It's, it's a fee that they pay in that we uh, we charge them. Okay. And okay. Uh, we charge them that fee to pay it, and we exist.
1: I got you. Um, how often do you communicate with the management of those companies when you're sort of fashioning policy and regulations – Within the Public Service Commission, it's it's a fairly collaborative effort, is it not?
26: It is, and one of the things that people, you know, they don't a lot of people don't even know what the Public Service Commission does. Sure. Although we impact most of their, their lives more than any part of government, uh, but it is also a quasi-judicial agency. So when I have a hearing, I'm sitting on there as a judge. Yeah. so it's the same process as if you go to any court I act as a judge I sit on the panel I make decisions and uh, and I make rulings. The thing about it is is because it's such an integral part of state government and the people's lives we' we talk to those those entities every day yeah and I have investigators that work on complaints every day so we're we're that's we' our sole existence is to engage those people.
1: I got you. Is our okay. public service commission model our regulatory model? Is it? Is that similar to what exists in other states? I'm really not familiar with the other states. Or, or is it elected positions, appointed positions? Is it sort of regionalized or centralized? Are there distinctions there?
26: It's uh, it's almost like uh, like this in every state, with the exception of. Uh, elected versus appointed. And uh, in some states like Tennessee, I think it is, that the governor appoints the commissioners, whereas here in Mississippi, we we have to run for office.
1: Yeah, and and I know in other states, uh, so for example, other statewide positions, like a state auditor, for example, may be appointed in some states, whereas in Mississippi, uh, it's an an elected position. So that's just uh, kind of a preference of the state. And the way that evolves And speaking of which Are are you uh, And this might be A rhetorical question But for the benefit Of our our audience Are you in Fairly constant contact With your peers The other public service Commissioners Particularly When we have A weather event Like this
26: Oh yeah Uh, We talk a lot And uh, I I actually Communicate uh, With The sister uh, States Around us Much more And we're we both serve in the national regulatory commission as well as the southern regulatory commission and i think when you have an event like this we're talking much more like i talked to louisiana uh, yesterday psc the on an everyday basis not so much but uh yeah we stay in communication with all of them of course it's you know it's been different with covid a lot of times I get up with those guys and meet with them, and we, we collaborate on different things that engage uh, in different states as as it affects, you know, us in the state lines. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that goes on in Louisiana that affect our customers over in uh, yeah. Mississippi State.
1: We uh, got one final quick question for you. We got the music uh, in my ear, so we're about to go to a break. Yeah. Uh What are your political aspirations, if any? you care to share that?
26: Um, (laughs) I'm going to be the best public service commissioner I can be uh, right now.
1: (laughs) I got you. Dane, always a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate uh, your service. Appreciate you joining us today. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. We'll take a break and get everything squared away here and be back after this.
10: You
9: know when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Their home sold in just days. And for $2,500 over the list price, Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland of the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com.
13: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
24: Make a donation and help change your life today.
11: Hey, y'all. I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner-operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channelock, Irwin, and Lennox to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly, locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt.
10: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting under 1,000 new cases of COVID-19.
22: The latest report of 734 new cases brings the state's total up to just under 289,000. With the confirmation of 37 additional deaths, 6,501 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. Hospitalizations do continue to decline, and as of Monday, an estimated 264 thousand Mississippians have recovered from COVID-19.
10: And there are certain areas of the state seeing more traffic issues than others. Now,
22: watching the numbers statewide and up in
21: Troop F, which is the new Albany district, um, they're still responding to a lot of vehicles running off the roadways. Uh, we're, ha- we're still seeing issues on I-20, all the way from the Louisiana line to the Alabama line.
10: That's Major Johnny Polis with the Mississippi Highway Patrol. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi, cruising into the afternoon. Joining us now on the line, the President and CEO of Entergy, Mississippi, Haley Fisakerly. Good afternoon, Haley. How are you today?
21: Good afternoon, Gerard. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes to join us today. Wanted uh, to have you on and give us an update on the power situation uh, across the state uh, in your service areas.
21: You bet, Gerard. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, uh, as of right now, we have uh, right around 5,000 customers uh, still without power. Uh, most of these are in our, the southern portion of our territory, around uh, Fernwood, Magnolia, Osica Tyler Town, Prentice, McGee, and Raleigh. There are other scattered areas, too, but that's the uh, most concentrated area. Restoration has been slow. It's been hampered, as you've mentioned on the show here. Icy roads, uh, vegetation down, ice on our facilities, and never mind just the bitter cold temperatures that our alignment are having to work in. Yeah. Uh, but But we do expect to make good progress today, restore a majority of those customers. There will be some in some very rural, hard-to-reach areas that may carry over, but we're trying to get to them all, but as you also know, we're trying to get ready and, uh, for another potential event coming in on Wednesday and Thursday that can kind of hit our central and northern uh, service territory, so
1: yeah, it's a lot,
21: lot to deal with.
1: Yeah, and, and we appreciate that. Uh, I, I know, and, it's, and we just had Public Service Commission Dane Maxwell on the air in the last segment, and he was, uh, frankly, uh, very complimentary of the the power companies and and uh, their service and and their responsiveness in this situation and it's not not an easy one it, and it seems like Haley that maybe we were spared a little bit from what was originally forecast in in terms of it being not as much I guess of an ice event and not taking out and, and having as big an impact on power as we thought is that kind of the way you guys read it.
21: Well, Gerard, that is correct. We were expecting a a worse event. I know that's hard for people without power who may be listening believe, but uh, we were fortunate that the northern two-thirds of our service territory, central up to north, was mainly snow and sleet. It's the southern part of our service territory that got the freezing rain that creates the problems. Yeah. Well, what is unique about this event, that uh, it will be historic, are these frigid temperatures. Yeah. We have seen historic demand on the grid. With a lot of people at home, usage, uh, you've seen the reports, uh, it has driven up uh, tremendous demand. And so we've had to encourage our customers to conserve so we can avoid any major Situations where we have to curtail load, but uh, and we're very appreciative of the response from our customers to for those appeals. Uh, it's very uh, that's helped us uh, to uh, make, carry through this. It's, it's created a lot of stress on our power generating plants. Yeah, uh, the personnel there have to work hard. Uh, uh, gas supply to those plants have had challenges. You know, valves freezing up. Hmm. You use water in those plants, uh, so freezing conditions. So really tough conditions, but our employees have answered the call and stood up to it and very pleased, but uh, doing our best to respond.
1: Well, and I appreciate you pointing that out too, Haley. I think uh, a lot of folks, including myself, we, we always think in terms of uh, what we see, you know, that the ice impacts the, the trees and the branches fall on the power lines, and, the, and that uh, obviously... Uh, takes the power down, and and we're sort of accustomed to that. But I guess what we don't think as much about is just how much of an impact super cold temperatures have, not only from the perspective of driving demand up for energy, for power, but also uh, just in the way that might affect the technical operations of the production and delivery of that power.
21: That's so true. And, um, in fact, we're, this will set records. This is going to set, um, historic, uh, levels of uh, electric consumption. In fact, we are experiencing what we call summer, uh, peaks. Hmm. Uh, and the difference though, in the summer, well, we can still get outside. Yeah. Right? We're not yeah. trapped indoors. Right. And so, uh, with the fact that it's so cold, everyone's trapped indoors. And so we're just trying to remind people, you know, just take some basic steps to help us conserve, you know, watch your thermostat settings, uh, open the curtains and let the sun shine in, uh, yeah. push off washing clothes and dishes, uh, running those type of appliances until we get past this. Sure. Now, this, these uh, we do exempt elderly and customers who have medical issues, so they're ex- exempt sure. from these public appeals, but uh, that's what we're asking our customers to help us with.
1: How how does, uh, Haley, how does this spike in demand like this, if any, how does that affect rates? I mean, what can customers expect, if anything, in in terms of uh, rate adjustments?
21: Well, it won't impact rates, but it is going to impact their bills. In sure, fact, uh, sure. Gerard, what we have seen throughout the pandemic is because of so many people being at home, yeah. uh, learning at home, working from home, you know, their usage has gone up.
3: Hmm. So
21: we are having customers who are surprised to see that Uh, it can slip up on you if you're not monitoring that. Uh, So uh, our customers can expect this is going to impact their bills, but we have programs in place where we can assist them. We can work with them and put them on deferred payment arrangements and help them manage through these. Uh, There are customers who qualify that could get various low-income assistants, too, and we can help them direct them to those services as well.
1: Sure. That, you know, that's an interesting point, Haley, you make that that uh, we should not overlook, which is you may be able to work at home, but if you're typically uh, getting in your vehicle in the mornings and headed to the office, your your home is maybe shut down and you're not consuming as much power. In fact, you're consuming power while you're at the office at work, your place of work. But- uh, but now that's kind of shifted into your residence since you're at home uh, working and conducting your business. And, and so, therefore, you, you may experience or likely would experience an increase in your bill just because you're increasing your consumption. <laughs> you're typically at work, and I guess you could say your employer's bearing that cost while you're at work, but not the case when you're
4: working from home.
21: That's right. and But that's one thing where technology is really changing things to help our customers. We are about to complete deployment of an advanced meter infrastructure mm-hmm. that uh, will give customers more control and insight to their usage. You'll be able to go online and see real-time how much energy you're using and receive notifications mm-hmm. when you hit, hit certain levels. So the thing that's always hurt our customers or been a challenge is you never knew what you owed us until after 30 days. Yeah. You didn't have a gas gauge on there like you do your car or truck. Well, this is going to give you that gauge where you can see real time, hey, I need to really back down on our usage so we don't have such a big electric bill. And, our, and eventually understand where your usage uh, challenges may be.
1: Hmm, that's very interesting. So Haley, is that kind of a next generation smart meter, so to speak? Is this uh, kind of a new phase in the evolution of that technology? Yes,
21: yeah, that's right. Uh, advanced meters have been around for yeah. many, many years, and we're just just like you're seeing advancements in smartphones. The the latest uh, ones that are coming out don't they allow us to read them remotely, but the, what's great about these are giving customers more insights yeah. and information into their usage, and that's where the difference maker is.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So if you had that sort of information, you you might adjust uh, your consumption habits uh, as a result of that and just change what you're doing. I mean, that, that makes perfect sense and just another great application of technology. And and don't want to get too wonky, but I can certainly see a day where, we may have some sort of linkage from your meters to your, to your thermostats and the other uh, controls of your uh, electricity-consuming devices where there's more integration with that.
21: Uh, That's right. You've heard about smart appliances. Sure. And out there, they will give you that type of insight. So if you want to know how much that refrigerator is running or how much your kids are on your, your Xbox, your custo- the customer will have those insights in the future. Around that, but that's the amazing thing about technology. And and when you have those insights, you make better decisions. Yeah. And uh, and more importantly, though, the, the most there's passive efficiencies happening. The new appliances and and electronics we buy today, every time you upgrade, they're more and more energy efficient than ever. Yeah. We see sixty inch TVs today that use. Less than 50 watts of electricity And think about it You used to have 100 watt light bulbs in your lamps Yeah So uh, and same goes with other appliances in your home.
1: Yeah, and and uh, the absolute that's absolutely applies to in my old industry, the IT industry as well. We saw uh, power consumption of uh, IT devices from you know very large servers and storage devices all the way down to personal devices just continue to improve and get more efficient in that regards. But all that makes perfect sense. It's. Just great application of technology. Uh, Haley, thanks so much for joining us today and, and taking some time out to inform our, our listeners and viewers. We really appreciate it, and and, and thanks uh, for you guys hanging tough in there for us. We, we need you, and I know you know that. Thanks a lot.
21: Right. Well, thank you, Gerard. We thank our customers for their patience.
1: You bet. Haley Fisakerleaf, the CEO and President of Energy. We'll be back, final segment, on deck after these messages.
14: The time time is now. The savings savings are huge. The The place is Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. It's the best time to save like never before on your next new vehicle during the Overstock Sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're receiving truckloads of new Mitsubishis and we need to move our current inventory. This means big savings to you right now. Pay just $189 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $189 per month and pay only $299 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Come save like never before during our overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saved. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1709, outlander stock number 1712, 1999 down 2.9% for 84. four months. for the will we
9: Got here back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Oh, the
6: JT Show. You know what that sound is? Yeah! The JT Show
0: with JT and Rhino. What? You want it? Here it is. Super
9: Talk Supertalk
24: Mississippi.
1: We made it, indeed. How long have you been here? You've been here a long I see you on the phone. You've been here a long time. Seven hours or so, huh? Man, you're a trooper for sure. Travis from Pontotoc. How far down 45 are the roads icy? I don't know how we'll get that info to you, Travis, but hopefully somebody's listening, though we only got a few minutes left on the air, uh, and can give us an update on that. But I'm a little worried about this next system coming in. It, uh, it seems like it might cause some problems, but primarily focused from an ice and winter storm perspective on the northern and the northwestern part of the state is kind of what the latest forecast models look like. But we shall stay vigilant on that. Uh, you probably heard on our news, we had a listener text in about Representative Benny Thompson of Mississippi and the NAACP are suing former President Trump. They they allege that he incited the Capitol riot on January the 6th in violation of a Reconstruction-era law, and that law is known as the Ku Klux Klan Act. And I, I have to tell you, I'm not familiar with that, never, never heard of it before, but they filed this lawsuit in federal court, uh, yesterday, and it's so. It's a it's a civil complaint in this case. It's not a government impeachment situation. Also named in the suit are Rudy Giuliani, that was the former New York City mayor and one-time lawyer for the president, and two white extremist groups, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. So, we'll see where all that goes. I it just seems like that the Democrats want to keep Donald Trump in the limelight. They were so intent on removing him from office and just being gone with him, but now they they just seem to keep digging him up and, and putting him out there and certainly filing this lawsuit achieves that. He's like a foil for them. I guess they believe this is good for them politically. I'm not sure that it is. But they sure aren't letting go. I, I kind of thought it might be over after the impeachment. By the way, Lonnie just texted in here, said covered with ice. Uh, I twenty mile marker eight at a standstill, covered with ice. Thanks for letting us know about that. I'm not sure is now is eight is that on the east or west west part west side of the state. Not sure where mile marker eight would be
2: i don't know it's not in this
1: that's yeah, 20 i've been in this so. chair
2: since six o'clock what <laughs> do i know <laughs>
1: about as much as i do uh which ain't a lot at this point so appreciate that lonnie yeah i i'm not surprised i i did just notice a a vehicle on 55 when we took a break here i looked out the window and it was a car and in the back tires were spinning so it's it just like doesn't all,
2: have front wheel drive.
1: Evidently, <laughs> uh, like you said earlier. So okay, it's so it's on the uh, western side of the states, Vicksburg. So appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised, just given what we're seeing. Uh, let's see here. This lawsuit will go down to the dumpster. That's where it does nothing. Where it does nothing for no one. I, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see further legal actions filed. Like I said, I just think that the Democrats are intent on using Donald Trump as their as their foil, and for all I know, filing lawsuits may be good for their political capital, and it may raise them money. I just think it sends a confusing message when you're trying to essentially extinguish the former president and, and all remnants and, and uh, attachments to him, but you file a lawsuit, you put him right back in the, in the limelight in the thick of things, and that seems kind of weird. Uh, meanwhile, what else you got before we go, by the way?
2: Uh, apparently <laughs> nothing much here. I'm, let's see, what I got? Did you know the Coca-Cola is going to test out new sustainable paper bottles in Hungary? Sustainable paper bottles in Hungary. In hopes of replacing their plastic bottles as a better for the environment alternative, it will likely be a while before paper bottles make their way into the global market. Wow. But it's a good way for Coca Cola not just to test the effectiveness of new programming, but to gauge customer response in Hungary now.
1: By the way, that seems like a weird place to test it, but.
2: Well, that ain't Texas. It's true.
1: Maybe they like Coke over in Hungary. I don't Of course they like Coke over in Hungary. That's part of their environmental, social, and governance initiatives, ESG as it's called. Okay. I'll talk about that a little bit later on tomorrow, maybe. Hey, really? We're out of here now, though. We're going to see what it's like. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay safe, everybody, and God bless. Yeah.
17: Of the red, white, and blue Of the red, white, and blue
0: A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production